you guys welcome back to the podcast thank you for tuning in thank you for being faithful to my channel and always looking forward to the next episode and always looking forward to learning with me thank you for tuning in thank you for sharing and thank you for using the conversations that we're having as a conversation started with your friends and family now today the topic of today will be trauma and relationships part one which is where we'll be discussing the traumas that we have experienced and how they affect us in relationships and also how they can affect the quality of relationships that we have and the success of the relationships that we're trying to build with our respective partners so each and every one of us has some way been through something that they deem as a traumatic experience it might be the same as the next person's or it might be different but i don't believe in weighing trauma to determine which one is bigger than the other because we experience trauma differently it affects us differently some are stronger than others and others have a more resilient spirit that can get over things quickly while some take time but at the end of the day trauma is trauma and should be treated as such so trauma can affect us individually and also how we treat other people on and also how we'll be treating our spouses and children so when trauma left untreated it can take long for it to heal so it is advisable that once one is exposed to a traumatic event no matter how slight one might think it is it is advisable for one to get help speak to someone who you know can be of assistance with the kind of trauma that you have went through someone that you trust someone who is um, qualified in the field that you are seeking help in so that you can receive the relevant information and the relevant help on how you can also help yourself from there moving forward so the first kind of trauma that we'll be talking about that has inevitably affected most people in their adulthood and also their relationships is childhood trauma as we have spoken before that the first point of interaction of everyone is a family institution it doesn't matter if you grew up with both your parents one parent your relatives your uncles or grandmothers or the fact remains that you grew up with a group of people those were the first that you have had an experience to um, do life with the first group of people that you've learned how to do things with that you've learned to speak with to carry yourself with to even look at yourself with the voices of such people exist in our lives for longer periods than people who we meet as we are going about in our lives because those are the people that we are more most likely to spend more time with 
other than the people that we just meet through the journey of life so their effect on our lives is inevitably greater than what we can experience along the way so if as a young person you were neglected or you were not given the kind of love that you thought was due to you or you were not supported in one way or another or maybe it could be that you were not treated as fairly as other kids your age or other relatives that were at the same level as you it can affect you as an adult to have self-esteem issues to have self-worth issues and things of that matter so childhood trauma i think we spoke about that in our previous episode but this will be in line with relationships and how it can affect the success and how we carry ourselves in relationships so childhood trauma is often described as a serious adverse childhood experience that classify as psychological trauma that includes neglect abandonment sexual abuse physical abuse witnessing abuse of a single or a parent or having a mentally ill parent you know mental illness doesn't only affect a certain group of people everyone is subjected to it and more so our parents i think didn't have the platform to discuss that at the time with their parents to understand what is happening so it could be that maybe a parent might have a certain mental health problem that was not dealt with that affected how they brought you up as a child so in that instance it affects your 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 inner child it affects how you see yourself it affects how you see other people around you so they can have a negative impact on how we grew up as adults and also how we view relationships imagine having a parent that has for an example bipolar they can do one thing today in as an episode of some sort say certain words and then tomorrow they'd be okay and then you'd wonder what happened the previous day am i not worthy of anything or did they mean what they said or didn't they mean what they said or and mostly that happens in an instance where they cause violence in the family or they see harmful things or and things like that so in a situation like that it is more often than not that you will create a shield around you because the people that you have trusted have used their power over you in a negative way so in terms of relationships you'd find that it would be difficult for you to receive and believe that you are loved because what you know is a kind of love that is toxic a kind of love that hurts you and a kind of love that distorts the beautiful image of you 
so as a person if that is not dealt with you end up not even being able to take compliments and to receive soft love and i believe that in an instance like that people view soft love as too good to be true because they are not used to something like that for them to believe that something has love in it it has to have a little bit of violence in it because that is the kind of love that they were raised with and that is way the healing of the inner child is important to unlearn the unhealthy patterns of love and to unlearn the unhealthy definition of what love is because none of us can say that when we were born we chose the kind of family that we want to be raised in or we chose the parents to parent us and help us grow we didn't but some of us were unfortunate to land in families where mental health is something that is common so in an instance like that as an adult that needs to grow and you see and you learn about yourself what love is what how relationships are supposed to be like and the kind of love that you you should expect those are the kind of things that you need to unlearn and and know that love is not supposed to hurt love is not supposed to be violent love is not supposed to be toxic and look down and talk down on you another form of uh, childhood trauma that can affect how we view relationships is neglect once we grew up with guardians that don't give life to our emotional and mental needs it is most likely that we will develop unhealthy attachment patterns where we will feel that the void that i couldn't experience while i was young now the person that i'm with and the person who is trying to love me must feel that hole that ends up with you viewing a person as your world as your one and only as this person that you don't see yourself breaking up with you don't see yourself not living without this person that is unhealthy and that if traced back can lead to the childhood neglect that one has experienced under the parentship is it a parentship under the the how they were raised you know maybe the the parent was not there when they needed them they didn't get much affection that a child needs for them to grow to grow in a healthy and in an a good emotional way so the absence of that creates a void that one can seek in a relationship and that is not how things should be before forming a relationship one must be a complete whole so that you end up not being codependent on your partner for your survival and for your wholeness that is dangerous because once the relationship ends it is most likely that one will be subjected in their minds to commit suicide because they don't see life without that person they don't see how they will receive the love that they lack because the person that they were anchoring on now wants to leave them so 
the void that started when they were growing up is now something that is greater than them and that they have given another person a responsibility that is also greater than them to fill you can't expect someone else to fill the void that you didn't get while you grew up that is something that as a person you should be able to work on you should be able to find healing and you should be able to heal your wounded inner child because in a relationship no one wants to be with a miserable person i am not saying that people who have went through things don't deserve love but i'm saying that as much as we have all been through trauma it is important that as soon as we see and as soon as we become aware we start dealing and healing from within so that we can be healthy for the person who is trying to love us and so that we can administer love the right way on the previous love on the previous episode rather i'm sorry we spoke about how love is we spoke about what love is if healing doesn't take place it is less likely that one will be able to receive that kind of love freely that is the kind of love that people deem to be good to be true because we are used to toxic love if if there is no violence if there's no commotion if there are no arguments we say oh maybe they are focusing on somebody else or maybe i'm not the main focus or no that is how things should be that is the kind of peace that we all seek to have in relationships but once we don't deal with the wounded inner child it will become very very hard for us to accept that so it is of paramount importance that we heal how wounded we were as child as children and also forgive our parents for not for not knowing better because sometimes they just don't know better they also have been subjected to the same kind of treatment the same kind of upbringing that they know is according to their eyes is the right way of doing it so it start there by forgiving our parents showing them trying to show them that okay here this is how you should have done it maybe try teaching them about mental health try um you know making sure that they get the help that they need so that they also don't pass on that to other people as well so healing is very very important it is crucial when it comes to establishing a good and a healthy relationship secondly emotional abuse or a psychological abuse According to Banu oh I can't pronounce the name according to Banu Srivastav psychological abuse is a pattern of conduct that threatens frightens stigmatizes or sadly undermines a person's self-worth emotional abuse may take form of threats isolation public embarrassment an unrelenting criticism, relentless devaluation of self, coercive control, persistent stonewalling and gaslighting. Emotional abuse is something that is 
sensitive and i believe that a lot of people are not educated about and that is where most relationships tend to suffer because i believe that relationships have everything to do with emotions right so once one has been subjected to emotional abuse it is difficult for them to open themselves up romantically if for example you have had a parent that were emotionally abusive to you or a friend or a previous partner that wasn't at all emotional supportive or emotional healthy for you it is less likely that you will then have future relationships that succeed in that regard if you don't give yourself the time and the effort to heal also in a relationship do not be an emotional abusive partner there are some traits that we have some we deem as character flaws that we tend to possess that w- people think this is just how i am it is not how you are you just refusing to grow and own up to the the flaw that you are having that is abusive and hurting to the next person if you are in a relationship with someone that constantly looks down on you that constantly ridicules your work ridicules how you look or who and who looks better than you or if maybe you lose a few pounds you would look better that is abuse that is emotional abuse there is it is one thing being honest and advising and it's another being relentlessly critic you know every once in a while your partner must receive words of love from you but all you say is how horrible they look if they lose a few pounds or if they gain a few pounds or maybe they should go to the gym or maybe they should go they should do this or they should do that that they would look better that is emotional abuse and also forcing a person to do what they don't want to do although indirectly that is coercion that is what we call coercive control where if your partner is saying I don't feel like going a certain place or I don't feel like doing certain something. You kind of, you know, throw tantrums or force them to see things the way that you do or make them want to be at a place so that they please you. That is being emotionally abusive. You are not trying to make them learn how to love you. but you are being emotionally abusive. I believe that in relationships for in order for relationships to prevail, we should all have a sense of individuality. If your partner doesn't like something, don't coerce them into doing it. Also, if your partner likes something, do not coerce them into not doing it. If it's not bringing harm to you or the relationship or anyone for that matter, they should do what they love no one wants to be in a relationship with someone who wants to control what they do directly or indirectly okay 
and also gaslighting you know there's this thing where maybe in relationships we're trying to resolve a conflict right and maybe your partner said something that you didn't like and then when you bring it up to their attention they say you are too sensitive you are too emotional or i didn't mean it like that or it was a joke there is gaslighting and now they are making you question your sanity and they're making you question your if what you felt is real that is emotional abuse and manipulation you should look into it once you are voicing out your feelings or your view on something that you didn't like and you are now being turned into this person who complains a lot you are too sensitive you are too this or you are too that that is emotional abuse and manipulation it's called gaslighting that they say oh maybe it was just a joke or i didn't mean it that way or you look into things um um you you are too you overthink things or it is not how i meant it that is how that is exactly how they meant it and you are not too sensitive you are not too anything in fact your emotions are valid you are valid by voicing out your opinions but once that is belittled and ridiculed and being made seem like it's nothing you are under emotional abuse you are having an emotional abusive partner so in in a situation like that it is advisable that you sit down with your partner and tell them that you know i know what i said and i know how i felt you not putting my feelings into consideration and belittling them it is not doing good for any of us if you are having a partner like that and your partner refuses to change it's time for you to leave the relationship be- before it gets further than that because it can get further than that to a point where even the most serious things the things that can harm how you see yourself your self-worth may be stripped from you because of the words that your partner might say and when you bring them accountable they say i didn't mean it like that meanwhile we know that they meant it like that at the same time you are hurt but your emotions are not being validated so it is dangerous to have a partner like that and I wouldn't advise anyone to be with an abusive partner. It doesn't matter if it's emotional, physical, however abuse it is not permitted. Don't be with someone who makes you feel less of yourself, who makes you wonder if you are worthy, who makes you wonder if you're capable, beautiful or handsome. Okay? Anyone who says anything to distort your image must go. So that is that is that you should not be in a, in a in a relationship with someone like that. And if growing up also you were subjected to that in one way or another or even as an adult you were subjected to that one way or another. I suggest that you get all the help that you need, you get the material that you need in learning about the kind of emotional abuse that you have been subjected to and how 
you can conquer it. Thirdly, sexual trauma. Sexual trauma. Sure, this is this is so heavy because sexual trauma can make one to loathe being in a relationship generally like period once one is being subjected to rape sexual coercion anything like that it is something that needs to be dealt with crucially and carefully okay so if you have a partner that has experienced that I would advise you to go back to the episode previous the previous episode of this one the previous one where we're speaking about love and how best you can use that to help them through the process because if one does not deal with the sexual trauma it becomes hard extremely hard for them to even enjoy being involved sexually in a relationship if maybe one has been raped molested fondled in the way they didn't like or enjoy or they didn't want you know if they were forced into doing things they were not comfortable with they might write off the whole experience altogether. They might write off the whole activity and not want anything to do with it. And so we know that in a sense where marriage is concerned, sexual intimacy is is it crucial? Should I say crucial? But sexual intimacy is one of the things that holds it together. So in a sense that one has been through that counseling is is advised you know to deal with that and to fully regain your 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 feelings again and to regain the originality of you as a person whether male or female because males also get abused sexually right so that goes a very long way and also as a partner i'm going to say this again i've said it before in a couple of episodes that if your partner is not okay with something do not force it do not force it don't force your fantasies on people we are not wired the same way and we should respect one another so if one have, has been in a situation where they were forced to do certain things and now being in a relationship with you you have to take into cognizance the kind of hurt they have been subjected to and how both of you can work through it and heal if they haven't healed from it and if also they are okay in opening up about it in that manner so that's it about trauma and relationships the first part of trauma and relationships it's a very long episode um guys what i can say is that trauma affects us differently and healing is also different for the rest of us
what worked for me might not work for you and remember that what i say is just merely my opinion and i'm not saying i'm right and i'm not saying that this way is the only way and what i have said is are the only types of traumas that exist there are a lot and as people we are relational beings we are meant to be in relationships and we are meant to grow and build so as a person please try to heal before trying to build with someone so that what you have experienced does not rub off on the relationship that you're trying to create find ways of healing you know confront yourself journal write down your thoughts exercise more to relieve the stress talk about it only with the people that you trust because you don't want to find yourself in a situation where now you'll be the topic of the town on a topic that you thought was private you know find someone that you trust there are therapies in public hospitals if you cannot afford one and try dealing and healing guys healing is not linear it won't be easy but it is necessary so let us all heal one day at a time and let us be understanding and loving towards ourselves and our partners thank you for tuning in guys thank you so much for tuning in i'm looking forward to the next episode with you where we'll be discussing now the types of mental illnesses that are there and how they can affect the quality of our relationships thank you